0: Welcome back, everybody, to Thanks for Your Concern. You're here with Berenice.
1: And I'm Ella. We are so happy to have you today. It's a beautiful day to be alive. I hope that everybody is enjoying their Wednesday. Berenice, what is up with you? Any updates?
0: So many, actually. So, you know, I am a mother um, now to an 8-year-old, a very young 8-year-old kitty cat. And her name is Manya. And she literally got dropped off, like, I think maybe, like, the day off or two days before the last episode. So she was shy. But now she's getting comfortable. And she didn't really like me until I, like, went out and, like, bought her toys and, like, her scratch posts. I came back and, like, she saw these things... And decided that she liked me. So she's a material girl, like mommy. Um, Oh my God. Her love language is gift receiving in case anybody wants to get her anything. You know, just let me know. Um, it seems that that is the way she. you can, in fact, buy her love. Okay. second.
1: <laughs> we love that, so we much. love that. We
0: love that. We love that. Second thing. I decided to get back into the club scene. Not by choice. I had a friend that was like having a set and an after hours thing that started at four in the morning and at 7 a.m. Now, I oh haven't God. done that ever, honestly. Like, I, I, you know, I seem like... <laughs> people always say, like, you always seem like you're out, you're partying. And, like, okay, yes. But, like, it's not that as frequent as people think. You know what I mean? Like, it's a facade, you guys. It's like social media. That's what I put out there into mm-hmm. the world. It's not reality. Um, So, I did that. And, one, I'm old. Two, um, mm-hmm. you know, the bouncers were doing the thing that they do where they act like assholes. And I'm like... I don't even miss the club scene, but I did go back to my ways where, like, I'm a crackhead, so, like, I was out until, like, 8 a.m., and the thing is, like, in my mind, for some reason, like, I thought when I was leaving, it'd still be dark outside, so I was like, I, like, I don't know if I'm, like, dressed enough to go home by myself, like, what is this gonna be I open the door. It's 8 in the morning. People are jogging and shit. I'm in the middle of Midtown. My office building is right behind me. I know exactly where I'm at. And I'm like, oh, my God. I forgot it was like it was another day. (laughs) Whole new day. You're still on the same day. We have people living a new day. I was was about to Uber home. I was like, "Oh my god! I know exactly where I'm at. I'm gonna take the train. I'm gonna go get my Starbucks, and I'm gonna start my day." Um, So I did realize that I still have that in me. Do I want to do it again? No, but like at least it's nice to know, like you know, that I'm still that girl at heart. Like uh, the sewer rat hasn't left the building. She's just grown up a little bit.
1: It hasn't left the building still she hasn't in you. left the
0: building okay um somewhere deep down there in the crevice of my heart um but yeah those are my updates I have another update but like honestly I refuse to mention anybody on the podcast anymore because then they do me dirty and I have to be like let's forget about this person so we're not going to do that anymore um we can save that yeah. one for later what about you what have you been up to
1: I know, sometimes we put, you know, we do social media and people share things and I'm like, you better be sharing this because you relate, not because you think you know who this is about, bitch. Okay, this could be about something completely different. How do you know? People are doing that? (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. Don't think about it. (laughs) You think about it, you're on that topic, actually, I was not, I forgot about this. We have reached like a huge milestone of like 20,000 downloads, Ooh. which is fucking insane. And we couldn't have done it without people listening and writing reviews and sharing with a friend. So just want to give a big shout out to everyone that's listening. You are appreciated. And yeah, that's really exciting. Thank but you. my update is my update is that like, I swear to God, I feel like i don't feel like a brand new person but like specifically around like i've always been like i'm not a morning person i'm a night owl i don't know why but i was like i need to change that because when you stop drinking there's like you stop doing things at night so then there's like less reasons to be a night owl and so i was just sitting at home like oh my god i'm so bored no sober activities are 8 a.m so baby girl i've been getting up at like eight o'clock on weekends And it's kind of my favorite time because no one is doing anything Saturday at 8 a.m. I have the gym to myself. (laughs) No one is at brunch yet. Like the Pilates classes are completely open. Like it's so fun for me. And now my favorite thing are weekend mornings where I just get to go do all my fun little like it girly things. Like I feel like I never was like an it girl until I started getting up at 8 a.m. on Saturday and Sunday mornings. So I love that. And you can do it, too. You can do anything you put your mind to. Stop telling yourself you're not insert blank. Like, you can be anything, baby.
0: Oof, I like that. I have my moments like that. But I'm going to leave it up. It's nice to do it because you really feel productive. And sometimes you get, like, if you get in a good high of it, you can continue it. Because it feels good to be productive. So maybe try it. Maybe try it. Lifestyle change. Or you can try the the sewer rat hours. That's also a vibe. You
1: know, it's whatever you want your life to be. I feel like there's no extra value in either or. You know, the moral of the story is, is like, you know, if you want to be a morning person, baby girl, just set yourself up. Try it. Maybe you are more of a morning person than you're giving yourself credit to.
0: Oof. Period.
1: (laughs) All right. I'm excited for the episode. Yeah. Should we get into it? Let's do it. Okay you guys. So, I thought about this because I was I'm reading a book called The Creative Way of Being by Rick Rubin. Rick Rubin is like a crazy producer. He's produced like literally every album that's iconic ever he has done, and he has a book. I would it's a I'm not going to lie, it's a little bit um <laughs> like like hippy, dippy, kind of out there craziness. I love it. So not all of it's gonna resonate, but some of it really resonated and made me think about being like, what it is to be a creative being, what it is to be an artist. And I thought we could talk about it because I've just been reflecting on it a little bit. And we have Miss artist in the
0: building. Hi, it's me. Hi. Uh, (laughs) um, Yeah, it's interesting because I didn't really consider myself like an artist per se for a really long time. I think other people considered me an artist before I considered myself an artist. Uh, you can claim that. That's, like, free. Like, the only thing you are really yep. need to do is, like, make stuff. And then you are an artist. Congrats.
1: Yeah, and I, I think that I've always... I don't know if I've considered myself an artist either, but reading this book, I was like, oh, my God, we're all artists. We're all doing something creative, but we have, like, preconceived notions of what an artist is. And really being being creative is turning nothing into something or turning something from inside your little noggin and your imagination into reality Uh, one of the things that he talks about is that like we're all being creative all the time, whether that's like solving problems or even crafting a little email. That's you thinking of something and then creating something else. So maybe if you don't like have a, if you're not creating in a typical like art form, you're still creating and if you want to channel that into an art form, you totally fucking can. There's opportunity.
0: 100%. I know some of you Bitches out there are creative as hell. you would be out here creating whole alternate realities with your significant others. So I know it's in there, baby. Your imagination should be running. You just got to repurpose that energy.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. We've got, dude, I'm telling you, I don't say, I don't think I'm actually toxic, but I've had toxic thoughts, right? Okay, and then I yeah. go on Reddit or yeah. I hear other people and I'm like, you bitches are creative. I would have never thought to ruin his life like that.
0: 100% 100% we got people out here being creative problem solvers in their relationships they are trying it one way they're trying it another they're trying all sorts of ways you know so imagine what you can do if you just apply that to literally anything else yes <laughs> Period. um I would say with creating sometimes I feel like having an aesthetic or like place that you want to be it can be really limited. In my experience, I always, I kind of had a notion of like what I, an artist was and what type of like clothing I wanted to make and what if I was gonna paint or whatever, what I wanted that to look like. And then you start doing things and like doodling and expressing yourself in like the things that you just kind of like. And it turns out it might be a little different. And keeping yourself in a sort of like aesthetic that you wanna fulfill, that could be cool. And like, you can definitely learn it. But I think like part of being like creative and allowing yourself to express yourself is being authentic to the things that like inspire you And sometimes those things can be really different from the aesthetic you once wanted.
1: Kind of like when you talk about, like, inspiration. Like, you can find inspiration anywhere. A lot of people get inspiration right from inside their noggin. Like, whether they want to express different feelings in a certain way. But if you go outside, there's a lot of inspiration out there. There's goddamn bumblebees. There's bumblebees. There's social unrest. There's all kinds of shit that can inspire you, baby. And Mm -hmm. inspiration doesn't come in, like... I don't know like you can get inspired like if you don't feel inspiration you don't feel a spark go out take a little walk and open up your like perspective and see what inspires you when you're kind of just like leaving your mind being open minded into what's going to spark a little bit of creativity.
0: And it doesn't have to be, like, a visual. Like, sometimes I'll say and I'll think about the things that inspire me. It can be a feeling. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes me seeing other creative people, like, buzz their ass and, like, trying to get out there and produce, that inspires me to get my shit together and produce and see the way, like, a little differently. Also, like, for me, going to, sh- like, raves and whatever, the graphics really inspired me and have also taught me color combination so like the way that i dress and the way that i put colors together has a lot to do with me staring at graphics at different shows and you can just take a little quick photo and forget about it until you're ready to be creative and then look at that photo again and be like why was i inspired at that moment what about this do i like and start building it from there you know it doesn't have to be anything crazy you can sit and doodle you can sit and write you can sit and just Do creative brainstorming where it's like a mix of both. My sketchbook is also my journal. So it's like it Mm, all works together, right? So you don't have to confine yourself to like one medium. If you find, I don't know, a newspaper that has like a cute little whatever, cut that bitch out and put that in your journal. Like I think limiting yourself to like what things need to look like can really limit your creative process because your creative process can be anything. You are a unique individual. Your brain works the way that it works for you. Everybody's brain works differently. So playing, allowing yourself to play. I just don't feel like as adults, we really give ourselves time to be like, today I'm going to play. Like last weekend when I played salon with my friends, it was so fun. It was actually a really good time to just like, we're just here for vibes there's really is me dyeing my hair the best idea ever and DIYing it maybe not but like who cares you know what I mean like it's just hair I could dye it black it'll grow it'll be okay so as long as you're giving yourself some time to play to get creative to try some new things you never know where creativity is going to strike you
1: I love this idea of like um, giving yourself time to play I honestly have been thinking a lot about like being an artist and kind of like healing your inner child. Cause I feel like a lot of times, like we think we're not an artist because it was never like fostered in us as kids, you know, like maybe, you know, you weren't told like, oh, you're an artist or like we should put you in art classes. Like I know that like, you know, parents try their best and like with limited resources, you know, you try to like give your kid opportunity where they excel in. So maybe you just haven't, you're not used to hearing that you're an artist, but maybe you're an artist. It's never too late. Uh, to start something new, to try something new. And, like, some of the most inspiring people for me are people that start off late in life. Like, I know a couple creators who are, like, retiring and now picking up dance or picking up this form of art. And I'm like, oh, my God, you started when you're 65. I fucking love that for you. Because it's never too late. And so, just thinking that, like, you know, I'm 29 and it's like, oh, I've never done X before. Not yet, baby. I could do it today. Like, there's... Don't limit yourself to thinking it's too late to start something
0: new. Absolutely not. I honestly like I've always loved to dance, but I was told that I was like really awkward and like not good at it. Like I look awkward when I dance. And I think that kept me from believing that I could be good at it. And then, obviously, I got on the cheer team, so I must have had some sort of I had a little rhythm. I had a little rhythm. going. There was something. There was a little spice in there. Um, And throughout time, I realized, you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to dance. And the the thing about dancing is when you don't give a fuck, when you, like, actually just feel yourself and you're like, I kind of feel like I'm the shit when I dance just because I'm enjoying myself, that's it. It doesn't really matter what you look like. Like, I think something that I get told a lot, as a reason like when I dance or i like dancing EDM or whatever is like, you really don't give a fuck. Like you're just really in the moment, in the music. And I'm like, yeah, because like, why would I care about how other people are perceiving me when I'm having a good time? And I've also watched people who have that same energy where they're just like feeling the music and moving their body in a way. And I was like, wow, that is so inspiring that they feel the music so much and don't give an actual fuck. That they're just allowing themselves to, like, create this flow. So, you know, it's never too late to take up a breakdancing class or, like, whatever. Just have fun with it. And don't be shy. Like, at the end of the day, confidence is fucking key, baby. Even if you don't got that move, like, sell it, you know? Put your whole pussy into it. Yes,
1: I actually... (laughs) Funny story, so when I was at Coachella for the first time, no, but we were at Coachella (laughs) and it was me and my cousin, and we were literally dancing, like, we were vibing, dude. It was literally, we were having the best time of our life, and this dude comes up to us and was like, hey, like, where'd you guys get the, uh," and like, was like like where'd you guys get the drugs drugs? we were like we're like babes this is vibes like this is no drugs baby and he was like oh right (laughs) yeah he was like right on dude like sorry it's like I was like I honestly feel like that's the highlight of my life that I was having so much fun that someone thought I was on freaking drugs okay um (laughs) but another thing is Berenice has talked about class pass Mm-hmm. and I'll talk about class pass right now when it comes to dancing specifically but every dance studio has a beginner class yeah. and people, if you find the right studio they don't give a fuck that, they, that you don't know how to dance what is dance class? it's learning how to dance what is art class? what is any of this stuff? it's like they as a teacher don't expect you to know what the fuck is going on because then they would be out of a job so yeah. everyone <laughs> had to start somewhere at some time
0: 100% and I'll tell you things about starting something new or something different. People like to hate because hating is free and people are broke, okay? Ooh, wow. <laughs> um, you don't have to be super good at something in the beginning. I think like we get shy about, like, posting things on social media and stuff because, like, we're not really good at it. And I think a lot of people start, like, gaining that sense of, like, respect for your craft when you get good at it, right? When you show some sort of, like, talent or ability. But, like, that just shows that they're a fucking hater, bro. So, it, like, give it a minute because, believe me, like, when I started to whip, people were like, what the fuck? And, <laughs> yeah, um <laughs> And now I got people left and right saying, like, you know, like, saying, like, oh, this is really cool. Or I actually got a whip because of, like, the way that, like, you're learning. And I was just like, well, if I would have listened to the haters, and I did. And I did for a while. I think, like, the whole vibe of, like, EDM is a little different, right? So what that looks like to mainstream society is this bitch is weird. And I think for a while I was so, like, I was so caught up in my head about, like, being this, like, kind of, like, alternative, like, culture. I don't know. I had a lot. I've done a lot of self-growth, okay? But once I, like, leaned in and I said, actually, I really don't care because this is what makes me happy. You free yourself from other people and then they start to value, like, what you do because you're just so into doing it for yourself.
1: You you inspired me to get a whip, okay? I have so much fun with that thing. Yeah? Yeah, I do. I have so much fun. I, I, I don't think I'll ever get as good as you because I don't try as much as you do but that's kind of what comes with the territory but I swear to god when I got this whip you know the roommate was like you spent how much on this and I was like yeah, it's just a little
0: money like, you know don't worry about it it's gonna pay don't for worry about it.
1: literally <laughs> and, yes. and then I was like you know one day they came up I was like oh you want to see this new trick like some of the tricks I learned and then I did it and he was like I kinda get it now. Yeah, that does that that actually like yeah, okay. And I was like, see baby, I like not every bad not every bad purchase is a bad financial purchase. But uh what you were saying is that like we kinda respect people for like once they're a master at something. Crazy you bring that up because this weekend kinda off of a honestly just I, I was going through max and looking for movies we were just trying to find a comedy and we saw this one called bottle rocket and it is just it it like said cult classic i've never seen it before it's with the wilson brothers but it was written and directed by wes anderson who's like one of the most successful directors now and if you've seen that's like the grand budapest hotel the french connection Mm -hmm. um fantastic mr fox if you see those movies you would be like oh my god i could never do this Right. And so I watched this movie Bottle Rocket and I'm not going to be like, oh, I think I can do this. But it was more like, a, oh, wow, like you would never think that this was the same director and writer as these other films. Like you can see his style is there and there's like a difference and it's a great movie and it's funny, but it's just so much lower budget. And then I researched it and it's like, oh, yeah, this was his first film and it started off as a short so like it didn't even have the funding for the full film he literally wrote this screenplay produced it as a short and then it got picked up to become a full length film and it's his first film and now i've been like judging his work 20 20 oh my god it's almost Holy shit! I feel really fucking old because I realize that this is 1994. This movie came out. I'm almost 30. Yeah, 30 years. So if you judge him based off of his li- latest film, that's 30 years of him working at the same craft versus seeing this where he started. And you're like, damn. Okay. Yeah. We all have to fucking start somewhere. Uh. And it's inspired me, baby. I have the day off. We're writing. My short film is getting finished in the next two days. Or I. I'm going to put out my first short, all right? Because I've had this idea in my mind, and I just have never finished it, okay? But I was like, baby girl, I can write a short film. And so inspiration can come from anywhere if you let it. Anywhere.
0: Anywhere. And anyone's... I love that. You better
1: cast me, bitch. (laughs) You know, it's funny. I was actually thinking about you, (laughs) because I don't want to be writer... (laughs) Okay, well, this is a little of it's a tangent. A I was, show. I was considering you. I was considering you because <laughs> <Okay>. uh, <laughs> the main character, the main character. I'll give you all the log line. Uh, okay. It's basically about like what dating is like in the twenty first century and these like dog whistles that men give you on dates, like things mm. that aren't red flags, but you hear and you perk up, being like, hmm, interesting. And, and then like, like, you find... Bern- Bernice's whole dating scene has been tragic. Yes. No, <laughs> she she'll relate it. to the character. She gets it. She's a city girl. So I can write and direct it. I need someone else to star in it. I wasn't considering you just for the little shits and gigs. Other people can audition. Um, I'll let you know. We'll get more details out once That's I right. get to producing it. Love that. Um, okay. <laughs> anyways, you heard this. You have a great... I And I was going to say this with a th- another thing about being creative... Is like having an idea is great. Like, I think, but then there's the doing part of it that is the act of being an artist. And so often, some people have like ideas for jokes for me. They're like, oh, I have this joke premise. And I'm like, no, 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 you go write it then. You use your voice because it's not going to make sense for me to write a joke like you know what i'm saying and they're like oh no i could never be a stand-up comedian and i'm like what do you think the difference between you and a stand-up comedian is they're just kind of doing the thing
0: yeah it is very true and often like at stand-up shows in new york it is a lot of writers for like the late night shows period like that's where they go to start material that's why they don't let you have phones in there um so you know like yeah maybe in the longevity, you won't be a stand-up comedian. You could be a writer. But without you going out there and sharing your comedy, you can't even become a writer. It'll be stagnant. And we here we love growth and we love dilutions. So it's like, why not be like, I got this? You know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna give it a go. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. If it's not good, it's not good. And if you fail the first time, if it's not that great the first time, try it again. Like, you know what I mean? The first time isn't everything.
1: And there I think this is another really great way to build community. There are so many little niche art groups of people who support each other and will help you through it. Like, you know, I was looking at this crochet artist and I was like, this is so cool. And on their page, they have a bunch of different crochet artists commenting like, good job and stuff and I'm like look at this little community that y'all have built around crocheting and like making cutesy crochet shit and I kind of like just love that for them and you know stand-up comedians have that I'm sure EDM community has that like there's people out there who share your interests and are more than willing to help you out that what that that is what a YouTube tutorial is right it's someone sharing a bit of their community with the worldwide 100%
0: 100% and you can start getting to know like other artists and you can collab with other artists right now with like posting on TikTok with my outfit making and the whip I have gotten to know so many other like artists and creatives from it and also it's like kind of cute when like somebody you really admire either you get to meet or like they comment on your things and they're like keep going like you're doing great and I'm like oh my gosh, she knows what I look like <laughs> you know so Yeah, and then you end up being friends, and you're like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I ended up being friends with somebody across the country, based on like this common interest we have." Like the internet, it can be such a good place if like what you're doing is productive and like positive, and you're like being a good member of society on there.
1: (laughs) I this isn't art, but the first the thing I thought of is uh, I got so once you get into Pokemon Go. Intensely, <laughs> okay. You side note, side, side note, but <laughs> you can, this because people, whatever. I'm into Pokemon. Good go. You have to do raids with other people, right? So, there's this thing called Poké Genie where they connect you with people worldwide so that you can do these raids, all right? I yeah. now have friends in North and South or. I have friends in South Korea, China, um Israel, like all over this country. So I have my little Pokemon Go friends and we send each other's gifts every day. We can't communicate cuz some of them are children, but like mm-hmm. you get it. It's just cool to connect with people. We have the internet. We're living in 2023. Like let's use all of our resources to become artists to connect with other people, to be creative. And, like, make sure that, like, being an artist, it doesn't require monetization or mastery, right? Like, you don't have to sell your art or be a master to be considered an artist.
0: 100 um, And I will also say just talk to people. I think, like, if you – right now I'm really trying to get into pop-ups, uh, and different like vendors so I need to go to them and talk to them. How did you do it? How did you get started? What's your art form? Um, and I just like I made a friend this weekend I woke up after my six-hour nap from being a sewer rat and I was like Oh, I wanted to go to this pop-up because all these vendors are really cool I went this girl saw my little bag I've had since I was six years old from Mexico and she goes I know those bears this is from Mexico, right turns out She's me in different font, came to the U.S. when she was five, like she's also an artist, lives kind of by me. And I'm like, well, look at me building community when I like literally I've I've been here for two minutes. Um, So really like ask the questions and be open to learning. I would say like that's my biggest advice when you're like trying to pick up something new. I, I I had a roommate once. I've had plenty of roommates, so nobody needs to know which one it was. But um it's not about you. If you think it's about you, it's not about you. <laughs> um and I kind of taught her a little bit of how to sew. And then um she was like, Okay, I'm gonna get my own sewing machine and I'm gonna do this. And I was like, you can keep using mine like at first just so you can get the hang of it before you like fully commit. Right. Like I'm not limiting you to not get your own sewing machine, but like you can utilize my stuff she was like no and then she would never let me like teach her anything after that like she kind of wanted to figure out on her own and then she bought like a knitting thing and I was like oh I know how to knit like I can help you and she's like no I got it um that's looser behavior all right and I, I like I could tell you probably she's never used to either of those things again if you live with somebody or you have somebody close to you that is good at something that already has those skills they're gonna save you so much time and effort if you allow them to help you because they already went through it. They already know what worked, what didn't. And even though sometimes like when I teach people how to sew, you gotta let people fail so they know that like, that's how that works. You can still guide them through the failure. So they, sometimes when you fail, you get stuck and that's what makes you not wanna do it. But when you have a mentor, like somebody that can really push you to kind of like see it a different way or encourage you be like, yeah, I know that sucks and it's gonna take a little bit to like fix that fuck up. But you got this, like you can do this and I'm gonna help you out and I'm gonna teach you how to do it right world of
1: different Yeah. And I think, you know, I really like what you say. You have to be open to learning and you kind of have to decide what your goal, like why you want to begin a creative pursuit. And sometimes learning is the best goal to have. And so like for me, I know with doing stuff for the podcast, sometimes I'll be like, okay, I'll table this for next time because I only have time to learn one new thing. But I try to learn one new thing every time I sit down And I'm, I'm still figuring shit out, but I figured so much out instead of just like doing the same thing every single time and trying to get better. Like you have to like, like have a pursuit of learning in order to make progress. Like progress isn't going to happen on your own. So like open, I guess, yeah, you just have to come in with an open mindset. But I think what keeps me going is that I know that, okay, well, next time I want to try it this way, or I want to make this part better. And then it also makes the pursuit a lot funner for me because instead of being like, I want it to be perfect, it's like, next time I want to work on doing this better.
0: Stay curious, stay humble. All right, stay Stay hungry. Stay
1: humble, baby. I love that. Well, I hope that, honestly, I really hope that this inspires people. And I think that don't create like a barrier to entry for yourself. Like, everyone can pick up a pen and piece of paper and start doodling. Everyone can go to the thrift thrift store. Thrift store could be a great place to find art supplies. There's even second-hand art supply places. If you live in a major city, I, like, 10 out of 10 recommend those places. Oh, my gosh. There's one in Portland that, like, is so affordable. And you can just go in there and buy a shit ton of art supplies for super affordable because it's all second-hand. And you would think, huh, I didn't know you could buy paint second-hand. You sure can, baby.
0: Yeah. Anything you can pretty much buy secondhand and secondhand isn't bad. Like I think a lot of people uh it's interesting because uh, I actually like I guess in Mexico it's just like a different culture when you buy secondhand versus like buying new things. So my parents were always like, why do you like to go thrifting? Like that's gross. And I'm like, why wouldn't I like to go thrifting? There's so much like it's like a little treasure hunt in there. Like you can get such special things that are secondhand and sometimes they're not worn and like you could just wash them like you can wash clothes (laughs) that's a thing that's better for the environment
1: you got it facebook marketplace i'm sure there's someone around you who tried a fucking hobby and gave up so you can ask them to borrow their stuff for a week until you figure it out there's lending libraries for tools babes they're literally the world is your oyster go google it we have this crazy amazing tool so google it figure out how to make it happen we all believe in you
0: all righty everybody thanks so much for listening to today's podcast episode as always please subscribe and give us five stars on literally every streaming platform you don't have to limit yourself if you listen to an apple podcast and you got spotify like you can go on that bad bitch too and just say five stars um and then go follow us on our social medias we are at thanks number Four your concern
1: and i'm at LL Tutor. And I'm
0: at Bernice Ideas M. Toodles. Bye. See ya.